bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. And now, today's word. If you believe God wants you to have a good marriage, you will respect your spouse and love your spouse. You can't believe God wants you to have a good marriage, but you don't respect the person you're married. Or you're cheating on them. And praying, oh God, I believe you for a great marriage. I believe God wants my marriage to be a testimony, but you have a boyfriend by the side and a girlfriend by the side. No. If you believe God wants you to have a great marriage, then your actions must correspond with your faith. Faith without works is dead. Praying without acting according to your prayer is dead. If you believe God will bless you financially, you don't spend your money recklessly. So anytime you get money, you waste it. You get money, you go and buy a frivolous thing. You get money, frivolous thing. And then you say, I believe I'll be rich. I believe I'll be rich. But your actions are not in agreement with your faith. Now, somebody may see recklessness as faith. So people would say, well, if, 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 I, if I'm living that way, it's because I believe God will bless me. Remember, Satan came to Jesus and, and told him a similar thing. If you believe... That you are the son of God. Then throw yourself from up there and fall down. Because it is written. He will give his angels charge over you lest he dash your foot. How did Jesus respond? You shall not tempt the Lord your God. If I believe God will keep me safe, I don't risk my life. Are you following what Jesus is saying? Your faith must correspond with your actions. Faith must always have corresponding action. So, go to Hebrews chapter 11 because it expands on what we read in James. It says that by faith Abraham uh, offered his child. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 17 to 19. And let's look at something Abraham did. And whether he was acting in faith or he was doing something senselessly. It says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac shall your seed be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up. Even from the dead. From which also he received him in a figurative sense. Now, when you look at Abraham's test. To go and offer up his son Isaac. You may... Look at it and say, Abraham was being reckless and he was not acting in faith. But according to Hebrews, every step Abraham took was a step of faith. If you look at how Abraham responded to God's call, you see faith in action. 
Abraham's faith was logical. There was a logical faith based on the reliability of God's word. Everything he did was based on what he had come to believe and experience about God. So I want us to look at what I call the logic of Abraham's faith. He was not just being presumptuous. He was not just doing something. There was a clear logic about Abraham's faith. Now I'll walk you through the logic of his faith. The first thing about Abraham was that he believed in the surety of God's promise. Abraham had absolute confidence in God's word to him. It was a word he had believed in the face of extreme challenges in his life. Through the word of God, Abraham left his country to a promised land. Through the word of God, Abraham was delivered from all his enemies around him. He was just a stranger in a strange land. But through the promise of God, God said to him, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. And because God was his shield, although he was a minority in a desert land, nobody conquered him. People couldn't steal from him. He was protected because God told him, I am your shield. The word of God protected Abraham. Through the word of God, Abraham was promised a child when he was childless. Through the word of God, both he and his wife received strength to conceive and give birth to a child at 100 years and 90 year old, respectively. So Abraham believed the word of God. He believed. He had absolute faith in the word of God. By the time God tells him, go and offer Isaac, he has had deep experiences with the word of God. That's the first thing I want you to know. The second thing about the logic of Abraham is that Abraham believed that Isaac would produce the line of the Messiah. Because that's what God told him. God said to him, in Isaac shall your seed be called. This is going to be the boy. Isaac was going to produce the Messiah. And Abraham believed it. Abraham believed that God's promise to Isaac was sure. He believed that God would do what he had promised for Isaac. He knew that Isaac was not a, a child of chance or luck. Isaac was a child of promise. And for each one of us, there are things we know in our lives that we know they are not there by luck or by chance. They are there because God gave them to us or God put them in our lives. And Isaac was put into Abraham's life by God. It wasn't just a casual meeting between a man and a woman producing a child. This is a child of promise that Abraham had believed for for 25 years. Walking in faith. And because of that, he knew that there was a purpose for Isaac. And that Isaac will fulfill the purpose of God. When you believe in something, you relate to it a little bit differently. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23, we read that by faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. Moses' parents, the Bible says by faith. Now, if it is by faith, 
faith comes by hearing, then you can presuppose that before Moses was born, God had told them, you're going to give birth to this boy, and he's a special one. He's a deliverer. And so they received their child, and they knew this child is beautiful. It's purposeful. This is our promised child. This is our redeemer. And so the king makes a decree and says, everybody surrender your child to be killed. But because they had faith in Moses, they didn't deliver him up. Faith that his destiny was great. And the Bible says, by faith, they defied the king. Abraham similarly believed in the promise of God for Isaac. That Isaac was a child of promise. Isaac had a destiny. When you believe that which God has given to you, you are not afraid for its future. Because you know that if God gave it to you, God will preserve it. Abraham had absolute faith in the destiny of Isaac. And so, when God spoke to him, his faith was in God. His faith was in the promise of God concerning that child. The third thing about the logic of Abraham is that Abraham understood that God's promise required a living Isaac. He understood that. God says you're going to produce children through this boy. Now the boy is not married. And the boy doesn't have a child. And God says, go and kill him. And Abraham, in his heart, knows this child has a promise. If God says, I must offer him, he still has a promise. My, this child needs to be alive to fulfill his promise. He cannot die until the promise of God has been fulfilled. That's how Abraham is reasoning. God's word is true. God has a promise for Isaac. And the promise requires that Isaac should be alive. That is why when Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac, his servants asked him, what are you going to do on the mountain? He said, I and the boy will go and worship and we will come back. The Bible says he did it by faith. Abraham was not on a suicide mission. Abraham was not on an infanticide mission. Abraham was a mission based on the faithfulness of God. That the God I have served is true. He gave me this child and he has a destiny for this child. And his destiny requires that this child should be alive. There was a logic. He wasn't being reckless. So every step he took, he took it on the basis of faith that Abraham, uh, that Isaac had a promise on his life and Isaac is required to be alive. So according to Hebrews, Abraham offered Isaac in expectation of his resurrection. So when Abraham is going to Mount Moriah, he's saying, God... I know you. I trust you. You gave me this boy. Your word is on this boy. That word has not been fulfilled. This boy doesn't have a child. This boy is not married. And so I trust you. 
that somewhere, somehow, you're going to keep him alive. So he goes in full anticipation that the boy will be resurrected. That's faith. When you have faith in the promise of God, the actions you take will reflect your faith. Faith without corresponding action is dead. It's dead. So, believing that God will prosper you and being afraid to give is not corresponding action. Because if you believe God will do it, then you will honor him even when there is scarcity around you. If you believe what God told you about your children, you will not abandon them when they go astray. If God told you that this child of yours is going to be a world changer and you believe that, that child may get on drugs, may be smoking weed, may be pushing drugs. That child may go astray, never attend church, but you keep your faith alive because you believe faithful is he who has promised. And God's word requires that no matter how far this child goes, he's going to end up one day at the cross of Jesus and he's going to give his life to Jesus. Faith must have a corresponding action. So you don't, you don't see him, maybe that child of promise you believe is going to be great. He comes and he's smoking something that looks like cigarette, but it's not cigarette. And, and, and you look at him, you don't look at him and say, you, your life, you, you are a useless boy, and you, they, you, 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 your life will not be good. You can't say that. Because God told you that that boy was going to be a preacher. God told you that that boy was a good boy. God told you he was going to use that son. God told you he was going to use that daughter of yours. God told you. God told you he's going to use that husband of yours. God told you he's going to use that, that wife of yours. Faith must always have corresponding action. You must believe that the word of God concerning that thing will not die. And so for Moses' parents, they believe this child must be a redeemer and we can't go and surrender him to the king for killing. So they hid him for three months. And after three months, they found a scheme, found out where the Pharaoh's daughter had her bath and put that child in a basket and directed that child to Pharaoh's daughter because they believed. They believed. Faith without corresponding action is dead. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otebi at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.